Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 10.08 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is your common sense evangelist, Will Marotti, your host. And uh, Matt Sorois, our master of ceremonies, getting ready for a big weekend for his uh, his brother's wedding. and Got to do the toast. I uh, Don't take my advice on this, Matt. Um, you're, you've already received good sound advice. But I never write anything out for those kind of things. I, 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 I just, um, I just enjoy for me, not everybody can do it. Not, not everybody's like this, but for me, just kind of the spontaneity of it. I mean, I have a general idea in my head what I want to say, but I just, I just kind of let it go. And I find that, uh, I'm, I'm better, uh, when I'm spontaneous than when I'm, than when I have everything written out, but I'm not saying I don't follow that advice. Don't follow that advice because you've already gotten good advice. But that's uh, that's just how I roll. But I mean, you could try it. I don't know. Maybe you might be you might be one of those too that you just uh, you just come up with stuff like while you're doing it that is good. You know, it just it, it, I I can't I don't know that that's the case. But either way, I know you'll do a great job. All right, Jim's been holding for a long time. Jim from Wellington. Jim, thank you so much for holding. What's on your mind? How are you today? Good. good. Uh, concerning uh, concerning uh, uh, the wedding toast, keep it short, keep it absolutely real, and keep it honest. Amen. That's uh, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, good advice. Now the reason the reason I called a couple of comments uh, before one of the breaks, you had uh, re- were responding to a uh, caller, and uh, you had I think you remarked you had said uh, when an American president does great, the nation does great. And uh, my my feeling on that is not not during the last administration of not during Obama's administration and certainly not during Biden's. Uh, yeah. Obama, with all his uh, velvet rhetoric, basically uh, uh, chastised Americans and this country, mm-hmm. and then he took it offshore and did it all over. Uh, yeah, all he went over on the Europe. apology tour. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, that, and then as far as Joe Biden goes. I don't have to beat a dead horse. Anybody out there who's got common sense can clearly see yeah. what Joe Biden represents and why it is he represents it. And mm-hmm. it's not America. America no. will not succeed under the policies of Joe Biden or under the policies of the people that put Joe Biden up front. 
out and out there. And you can tell by the escalating rhetoric of of uh, of character assassination mm-hmm. for, for the American people. Right, right. It's it's never ending. Well, I've got a story about that. You know, when he did that speech in Philadelphia, where he, where he basically discounted at least half of the voters in the country. Uh, that that polled very badly for Biden. That that polled on a two to one. That those words are divisive and not helpful. That was that was a well, poll across the country. So well, you know something. That, you're right, but you know what? They don't care. Now, I, no, they don't. They don't care. That's the problem. He's aware of it. The the, the, the the rhetoric is being written behind Joe Biden. I understand that he's the front man, but the right. bottom line is. They don't. Those people do not care. They see this country as as uh, uh, the most racist of all countries, probably in the history of the world. And if they had any knowledge of, of, of racism in the world, anybody could call them any anybody could call them out on that. But they don't care because no, it don't supports care. them and what they need, not yeah. what America or Americans need. Yeah, you're, no, you're spot on. Forever. You're spot on, Jim. And America can, America could can't if we kept kept up with these policies long term, America won't survive. Now, and then the other thing, uh, you made another point about the immigrants coming across, illegal or otherwise. Now, I, I get it, illegal immigration, illegal come no, that's not the way you do it. You got to do it the right way. You got to do it the way uh, it was done in the past, which is why this country is as great as it is. Mm-hmm. Which is why we were able to export uh, a strong America across the globe to keep other countries safer, which sure. uh, is not happening now, by the way. No, but remember, remember one thing: the majority of these people coming up from whatever countries they're coming from, they they believe in strong families, they believe in strong religious belief, and, mm-hmm. and they practice it. They believe in the respect of the elderly. They mm-hmm. believe in hard work and being able to attain, and then having the freedom to speak and go where they need to go. Yeah. And that's what Joe Biden and his, and, and his policies are driving through or trying to drive out of the American citizen. Well, it's a different, it's a different worldview, Jim, and it's a different world philosophy, and, and it's not one that we're used to or not one that the country was based upon, started, or founded upon. Yeah, and, and that's and, the problem. It's, it's, it's a much different I'll, philosophy. And if I may, I'll end it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't believe that these people are going to lockstep go for a philosophy uh, that's coming from the Democratic Party. Now, I don't believe that at all. Maybe not. I, I just don't believe it. I think, I think it could be at least 50%. Are these people that, why would I come to America or live or support my time in America supporting somebody who's, who's talking about socialist government sure. and totalitarianism as a philosophy? Yeah. No, that's what I said. I, I right. think the Democrats believe this, but you're right. If you're coming from Venezuela, you're not a fan of socialism. You know, you're, you're not going to vote for that. So I think the Democrats think that. I don't necessarily believe that. Obviously, you don't as well. Jim, thank you. Appreciate your call and, and what you shared. Thank you very much. All right, let's go to uh, Coventry and Janet. Janet, welcome to the program. Good morning, Pastor Will. Good to good talk morning. to you again. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment. or on the fact of good presidents, bad presidents. Um, we had a friend um, who labors in the gospel in the far-out regions of India and mm-hmm. Paul, and he was here visiting this summer, and he made a comment to a friend of ours, and I wasn't there to hear exactly what he meant, but I was pretty impressed by it, and something that, you know, we as a country could be proud of, and his comment mm. was that when we have a good president here in the States, the whole world feels it, and yeah. I thought, 
That was yeah. quite a comment. So that's all I kind of wanted yeah, to put I, out there. Yeah, and I would there. agree with that. I think that's that, that, that's very true. I think it's like the Queen. You know, you may not like the monarchy system, but no, no one's no one's bad mouthing the Queen, right? <laughs> she right. just was she was good for a long, long time. So, Janet, thank you so much for your call. All right, one more call, then a break. We'll go to our good friend uh, in Hamden. That would be Tim. Tim, welcome to the show. Why? Good morning. I think a lot of the topics that you've uh, talked about uh, rails. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of interested in that someone was talking about, oh, Christmas lights and this and that sort of stuff. Well, you know, important okay. to me, I love Christmas lights. It's well, I know, but you know, yeah. so you get you know a dollar string of Christmas lights from China, you know, on a, on a slow <laughs> boat, you know, across there. You know, we've had NAFTA and GATT and even the the thing that, uh, you know, I forgot what it was called, uh, USAM or something from from uh, Trump all these so-called plans to help these other countries survive. Yeah. You know, and of course, what it did was ship jobs down there for a while, and then they shipped the jobs off to even cheaper labor mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. in China and other places and stuff. So, uh, you know, all of these policies by, you know, both Democrats and Republicans to help these countries, you know, have been colossal failures. Yeah. But I know that people like to, you know, the, Ha ha! Isn't it funny? Send these uh, immigrants, you know, to uh, to democratic cities and stuff as some sort of prank, and that's all it really is—is is a prank. You know, it's not going to do anything to begin with. You know, we've got bizarre policies where if you come over from Cuba, you're a political refugee, right? Mm-hmm. If you land in Florida sure. or someplace, sure. we'll take you in and everything, and people will welcome you. Right. I work with illegal immigrants and stuff all the time from Mexico. They're never going back, okay? They don't want any welfare. They want to work hard here and everything like that. But the corruption down in Mexico is unbelievable. It is. It's deadly. You're right. It's drug-infested and everything Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I hear people, you know, almost kind of blindly, you know, follow Trump, I want to say, what was Trump's policy as far as changing you know, the immigration policy, stop them. That's about it. You know, I don't know that we need to about... change the immigration policy. I think we just need to enforce the immigration policy. This well, okay, is the problem. We're, we're, we're allowing, we're allowing he, illegal he immigration. Out, he did not go out and hire, you know, uh, thousands more uh, uh, immigration agents and others to turn back these people. We essentially, you know, put them on the other side of the border and kept them there. But that's the problem. We, we, if we talk about you know, real solutions. No one, no side seems to really even want to talk about it. No, the real solution, Tim, 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 Tim. No, you, this is seen. I know you're not. I know you're not progressive in this sense. But the real solution is just obey the laws that are on the books. We have an immigration policy. Obey it. Oh, well, Let I, people yeah, well, go okay. through the process normally, legally, and it'll be fine. And you know, unfortunately, we've got you know floods of people and they're coming from all sorts of countries that are. You know, under real, you, you know, people don't want to even really admit the people in Mexico are political prisoners. Well, not everybody in Mexico, not all of Mexico is run by drug cartels, first of all. Well, second okay, of all, you know, guess you're, what? You're Mexico, hey, Mexico, opinion. straighten out your own problem first. You're, yeah, well, okay. That, you know, let's, let's talk to the Mexican government. Let's give them help to beat the cartels like we did with in Colombia. Let's give them some help to beat the cartels. Let's straighten your country people, out first. Don't go shipping Columbia, everybody over here. All of Central America, the, you know, all of 
you know, most of these countries, we'd almost never on the news hear anything about Central America, you know, South America and everything. It's almost never really on the news. We don't know what kind of, you know, corruption and everything that's going on throughout There's the area. There's a lot of political, you know. a lot of political refugees out there. So we can laugh and we can say, ha, ha, let's send them, you know. Well, you heard me say wait. this. If you heard me talk to, you heard me say that I felt bad because legal, not legal, these are still human beings and they're getting used as chess pieces. I know you heard me say that. Oh, yeah, so I, I'm absolutely. Not, and I, I'm not I, yay, but, yay, know, yay, but, but I have to yeah, say it is kind people, of. But you have people that are talking about running for president, DeSantis, yeah, uh, Abbott, everybody else that are doing this kind of thing and people are, are eating it up and laughing and just like, you know, Trump, Trump didn't have a consistent policy. You know, Trump he had you know, a perfect, you know, Tim, it, Tim, it, Tim, it. you're, you're spreading more misinformation. The no, border was secure under Trump. Well, it, the wall needs to be built. Opinion. We, we have an immigration policy. Just follow it. We don't need to be, yeah. I, I, I don't understand what, what you're saying, Tim. No, we, the problem is not being fixed. You know, it doesn't need to be fixed. From... It needs to be followed. Okay. No one's following so, uh, the policy. Please, uh, let me just leave with this. You can please, uh, you can have a different opinion, but don't, you know, uh, uh, several times you said, oh, I, I'm lying or just doing this different things about spreading misinformation. No, I, I just said it for the first time today. That political... That's misinformation to no, say. I'm talking about you have done this consistently. I'm just saying I have a Not different to you. opinion. I think we, we have to fix you know, these countries down there somewhere or another. It's not our job to fix those countries down there. We do. We send more foreign aid than any country in the history of the world. We've done more to solve poverty. We've done more for health issues. We've helped sell AIDS in Africa. It's not our job to fix the world, Tim. Uh, It's it's not not our our job job. to fix the world. It's a job to take care of the American people. It's going to fix us if we don't. Have a good day. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate your call. Uh, let me give a shout out for the second 38 minutes. I'm behind here because I got a, a whole nother third to do. Robert H., Sal C., Donna T., Kaz, uh, Carol L., Frank S., Uphill Dave, Rudy, WBD, Marlene B., Tom B. I got two Fritzes now Fritz on the Road and Fritz the Cat. I don't know if it's two different people who it is. Uh, Veronica, Jeffrey S., Cassie S., Mark M., Mark M., the other two Mark M's, Scott D., Michelle F., Dennis R., Barry S. and Bill K. I'll give you the third final list after the commercial. Let's take a break. A couple commercials. We'll come right back. 860-522-9842. Jazz Show at 1035. Hotair.com. WTIC News Talk 1080. All right. Welcome back. Before I go to the next call, I'm going to give the final third of the amen list. And there's a reason. This is a big deal. David E. Andrea L. Heather B. A first-timer. Chase D. William M. Tara B. Lynn P. Angelo A. Stephen C. Dennis G. Carol J, Elaine P, Simon L, Doreen Z, Ken S, uh, Pat A, Patrick C, J, uh, Teresa J, Lonnie Mo, Priscilla W, Nick S, John B, Zeke H, Jolie C, Aaron B, Morgan M, uh, Megan, I'm saying Megan M, Bobby W, Thor S, and Marianne R, and we have a new Amen record. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's 80, 80 amens today is the new records. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate you very much. Let's go to West Hartford and Natalie. Natalie, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Um, this is, I'm just calling in response to Tim. You are so right. He is spreading misinformation. 
because besides Donald Trump working on the wall and the stay in Mexico, he did put it to Congress for them to work something out that could fix the system, mm-hmm. and they did nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 again, I think the wall would help. There's so much to help, but the first thing and most important, just follow the existing immigration laws that we have. Stop letting people in illegally. Catch a release thing. I know it's not the border patrol, border police. They're overwhelmed at the border yeah. but you need to help some helps there and a and a completed wall the entire length of the border would slow people down there's no question about it and but, as an immigrant uh i you know it's unfair to who went the right way and it's unsafe to all of us here all of them who are complaining about the wall all of them have security all mm-hmm. of them have walls around their homes their businesses and some form of protection. Why not mm-hmm. the same for the country? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, Joe Biden's building a wall yeah. around his beach house, for crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, if it's okay for the president, why isn't it okay for anybody else? Of course, same people that want to get rid of all the guns all have security details, and all, all of them have automatic weapons. They don't see yep. any problem with that, right? So let, let's be fair. What's, what's fair for, for one should be fair for all, I think, and, and particularly in the case of Amen, that. Pastor Will. Natalie, thank you so much for your call. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Um, there's a, I, I'm going to just do this before we take the break for news. I know we got just a second here, um, but there's a great report out. If I don't get time today, I'll, I'm going to jump into this tomorrow. It's in-depth from Pew Research. And it's, the question it asked was, what will American religion look like in 50 years? You'll be very surprised at the scenarios that they're, 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 they're posing at least uh, four scenarios of what could happen based on what is happening right now. You could be very surprised by that. Let me say, too, if you don't have plans for church, if you don't go to a church on a regular basis, this, this weekend at New Life Church, my mentor for over 21 years, Dr. Raleigh Washington, will be our guest host guest speaker he's going to talk about a lot of things that only a person he grew up in the south he grew up under jim crow he's african-american he sat in the back of the bus he had a drink from a different water fountain he couldn't go in the same restaurants everybody else he's got a perspective that that you'll not hear very often and he's going to be our guest speaker at both services 8 30 10 15 on sunday so we'd love to have you come uh newlifechurchct.com if you want to get more on our website newlifechurchct.com all right commercials news back with jazz shaw weekend editor hotair.com wtic news talk 1080 worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. 
right, welcome back. 1039. I'm so happy. Record amens today. Uh, 80. I didn't even check. There could have been more. But for what I did check and, and read the last third of the list, 80 of you. Thank you so much for uh, for your support today. Appreciate it very much. Well, I also appreciate it very much is Jess Shaw, weekend editor, hotair.com. It's one of my go-to sites. I go to Hot Air daily for news. I, I suggest you do likewise. It is a great site. It's got great perspective. Uh, you love the writers, uh, Ed Morrissey on down. Anyway, Jazz is the weekend editor, and Jazz always has incredibly good pieces on there. Jazz, welcome to the show. Brother Will, thanks for having me. Amen. All right. Uh, I got a pile of Jazz Shaw stuff I want to go over. First of all, the, the, be, the beginning, the beginning of, of COVID fascism or techno, climate terrorism this, I read this the other day. This was in a, another country where they were telling people, oh, it was in Amsterdam. You can't take a shower for more than five minutes, and you can't have your house above 60, I think 64, 65 degrees. You've got a story now from Switzerland along the same storyline here. What are, they, what are they trying to do in Switzerland? Pretty much the same thing, except uh, a little bit more extreme. Um, yeah, they, they, have to, they want to regulate where the uh, thermostats are set, of course. Uh, when it's hot out, how much air conditioning you can have. When it's cold out, how much heat you can have. They don't want any heaters on in saunas or pools. All the water has to be cold. What? And they're taking out light bulbs everywhere. But if they catch you violating these, quote, guidelines, they're not just guidelines anymore. No. Uh, they will start imposing fines, uh, pretty small at first, like maybe 50 bucks, going up to thousands of dollars if you're a repeat offender. And there's also the discussion, I guess, if you, I don't know how far you have to push it, but jail terms of up to three no. years for having your house, having your house too warm or too cold. See, you kind of figured this was going to happen somewhere. I'm surprised it happened. And the reason it's happened now, obviously, is, is Europe is in a panic because of the war in Ukraine, a panic over natural gas, a panic over oil. I would say for folks here, I don't know who you have. Uh, do you have a major utility company where you live, or is it is it more of a local thing? How, how is it set up where you live? Uh, we have, we have a statewide uh, utility conglomerate, the name of which I forget off the top of my okay, head. So, they haven't issued anything yet here, but so we have EverSource. Most of the state has EverSource. We also have United Illuminating, and then uh, like the town I live in has their own energy, their own uh, electric uh, power uh, generation, but. Um, but we have a large, large Eversource, and in large Eversource, large Massachusetts, it's gigantic, right? So here's here's the telltale. If you get a letter, or you get an email from your power company that says, "Hey, good news! Because of energy efficiency, we're going to come in and replace all the thermostats in your home for free. <laughs> Run, lock right. the doors, Katie. <laughs> don't let that happen. Oh my gosh! Right? I mean, wouldn't that be the beginning yep. of it? The the new thermostats that are being sold, if you don't check carefully, mm. even if the company doesn't do it, if you go out yeah. and order a new Bluetooth. thermostat and an electrician comes over, if you don't check carefully, yeah. a lot of them are, quote, smart thermostats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. means <laughs> they're hooked up to the Internet of Things, just like your refrigerator, your oh. new refrigerator and all the other stuff. Gosh. So, yeah, they, they can be controlled. It already happened in Colorado. People yeah. went uh, a couple weeks ago, I wrote about this, went to uh, – you know, it was getting hot again, and uh, they went to turn the uh, air conditioning level down a bit cooler and got a message saying that uh, you are temporarily locked out due to an energy emergency or something along those lines, and they, they couldn't change it. <laughs> locked out of, of your own house thermostat. You're locked out. Oh, yep. gosh. 
I mean, and, and the amazing thing was it was the power company doing it, but they were doing it at the behest of the government. So they just followed their marching orders and went ahead and locked everybody out. I mean, same goes this, with meters, by the way. People should be aware of that. Um, in our area, yeah, yeah. over the past couple of years, they were going around replacing all the old electrical meters, sure, which I didn't sure. pay any attention to. But new ones seem to work fine, you know, and they look nicer. But yeah, they they have remote control options too. Yeah, well, in our area, they don't even they don't, the meter guys don't even check anymore. They just drive by your house. There's a signal that's right. emitted. They just they, they got a meter in a truck. They just drive by your house, and that's how they read it. So so this is just so bad. I mean, you can see. I don't know in our lifetime. Of course, I never thought any of this stuff would happen in our lifetime. I always thought this was way down the road. It's accelerating so rapidly. But you can see where, you know, it's, sure, they'll just shut your meter off. You just turn off your electricity from a guy in a truck pressing a button on a smartphone, and, and you're done. It's just, it just yeah. really, uh, gosh, it's They, they, they can it? remotely kill your gas supply if you're using, quote, too much gas. You know, sure. they already have the capability. They're just not doing it widely. So, so this leads into I, another another jazz Shaw story uh, yesterday. Now, you know, gas prices dropping a little bit. People are all excited. Biden's doing a victory dance, and his press secretary, the uh, Karine Jean Pierre, who who I I didn't think it was possible to have a worse press secretary than um, the the prior one. Um, yeah, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> but the redhead, I, I, she's, she's name, name escapes me at the moment. But this is, this me is, too. this is pathetic. This is, uh, this is just sad, right? So, is, should, is, what's the story here? Is this, is this true? Is this Biden is just they're just doing a great job of getting prices down, or is there something else going on that that they don't want to talk about? Well, in, in terms, on, well, no, I'm saying, but in terms of in terms of of uh, <laughs> drilling. And, and, and leases. Oh, yeah. Uh, they proudly announced that gas prices had dropped, which they had nothing to do with. Um, that's just natural market reactions. Uh, you know, it's how capitalism works. And uh, at the same time, saying, oh, and we're going to be promoting energy and there's going to be new drilling permits and all that, which sounded great until I read the details. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they they said they were going to announce the uh, the sale of up to 11 additional uh, leases for offshore drilling. And I was like, well, not a lot, but it's a start. Mm-hmm. But then you, you read the fine print, and it says, but that depends on a number of factors, and it might be a lower number, and it might be none at all. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they agreed to have new leases, new, new lease sales, which everybody's been screaming about, the entire industry. And they're like, okay, there's going to be new new lease sales, maybe, or, or maybe not. <laughs> it wasn't really much of an announcement, and they're not really doing anything. Even if they did, and I and I think people people decided this, when a, when an oil company leases a piece of property for for drilling purposes, there first of all, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee how much oil is there. Number one, there's no guarantee that they're not going to have to invest tens of millions of dollars to find the oil and then hundreds of millions of dollars to extract the oil. And, and that's why we're not, we're not seeing anybody rushing to these things because they know they they're working with a group of people that are against their industry. So why am I going to spend millions of dollars to, to secure a, a land lease for oil exploration when, when I know the rug could be pulled out of, out from under me any given second. Right? So, 
it, it's just not it's not it's not promoting at all the industry. Whether he put out no, 10, it, 11 it, or 100 it's leases, not. it's one, not promoting. One of the, one of the big complaints uh, you hear from critics of the oil and gas industry is, well, why do you need these leases? There's already uh, 700 and some leases that are sitting idle that offshore leases that aren't even being used. And you go look at them and you're like, well, yeah, there are because they bid on them and they went and checked and there's no oil there. <laughs> so they're not going to start drilling for starfish. You know, I'm mean, they're looking for oil. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? I, I'm, I'm not going to lease that land. There's no oil there. There could be something there. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Well, there's always some, but. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, well, there's got to be enough to, to justify the amount of money you're going to invest to get to it. I mean, if you go down there and it turns out to be a really small reserve, you're not even going to break even. So why do it? All right, let me let me transition into another story. But first, and this wasn't your story. This was uh, John Saxton reporting. Sexton, you got you got to give DeSantis credit. He's got he's a creative person, right? So he loads up these planes with with migrants, illegals, and he sends them to Martha's Vineyard. Now, if yeah. you're if you're one of the illegals, you're going, hey man, we hit, it's a payday, brother. We're going to Martha's Vineyard. If you're the residents on Martha's Vineyard, you're like, what? So I think that's pretty amazing. But I was talking earlier, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I had a caller earlier talking about, and she was, she had been an immigrant. She she came here legally. She went through the process. And I'm very critical of Biden. But you've got a story here that says illegal immigrants will cost taxpayers more than it would if we finish the wall. And that yeah. seems almost insane to me, but... Can you can you give us some background there? Yeah, uh, a number of people have gone through the study. Um, it's very well researched, well based. Um, on average, the number of illegal illegal aliens coming into the country are costing the taxpayers roughly twenty billion dollars per year, and will for the next ten years until we find some way to slow the numbers down or get control of the situation and they could finish the entire wall in one year with 16 million dollars if they really got off their butts yeah that's what just it do cost. it and it's done yep. now, why is there such opposition to the wall do you suppose jess uh because it makes it harder for more potential democratic voters to come into the country without any issues okay that would be my guess also okay so <laughs> i mean it just it just it's just it's common sense I mean, you're not going to stop all of them, clearly. But if you had a consistent wall, a contiguous wall on the southern border, it's going to slow them down and, and give the Border Patrol folks a chance to catch the ones that are coming over illegally. I, I don't know right. what, what – Biden's building a wall around his beach house, for crying out loud. I, I don't, yeah, it's already uh, pretty much finished from what I hear. But, yeah, five, a, a and it cost, what, $500,000 to the taxpayers? Right. Yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, a, a new wall that is finished, that is tall, and has electronic monitoring like the new pieces have yes. along the entire thing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a Border Patrol agent standing every half mile to keep their eyes open and have binoculars. If you can mm -hmm. monitor what's going on electronically, then you can move agents quickly from place to place and get to where the attempts are being made. And as you said, it's a lot harder 
you know, right now there's huge gaps where people just wade across the, right. the river and, right. and just walk in, particularly on the tribal lands mm. and stuff. But if you have no openings like that, you're going to narrow down the number of places. So you won't need another 100,000 officers like we right. literally right. need right now to try to get this job done. Um, you can concentrate them where they're needed. So, yeah, you, you, you won't catch everybody, but you could slow it back down to the numbers we were seeing like in the early 2000s. You I mean, definitely could do it. I think I heard the other day that by the end of this year, we're talking about 2 million. 2 million, two, yep. 2 million crossing illegals. Cross, I mean, We're already over 1.7 million, and there's still a few months to go. It's unbelievable. I don't know how any rational, common-sense-driven person could not see the value of finishing a wall at our southern border. I, I, I don't know how it can be argued against, but it is. And, and it's not even that much money that we're talking about. And I hate to use that phrase. Right. It's, it's only $16 billion. We're, we're on track. We're going to give more than that to, to friggin' Ukraine. Oh, we, you know? many times over already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you okay. Come up with 16 just to finish the wall, and, and you'd be creating jobs. Right. Wouldn't that right. be exactly. nice? Exactly. Exactly. You know? You'd have jobs. You'd have jobs. You'd, you'd, you'd give security to people. You'd keep you'd, you'd slow down the, the the spread of fentanyl. I mean, there's so many positive outcomes by doing a wall. In addition to obviously not the only thing, but all right. Last last story here. This this one is the maybe the the icing on the cake. This is down in Texas. This is this is from last last week down in Texas. And I've heard the, I've heard the term before. I just have never heard anyone actually say it. In El Paso, there's a high school in El Paso, Texas. Uh, English teacher telling their students what they can and cannot say about pedophiles. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was true either until I read it. I was like, this has to be like the Babylon Bee or something. Right, right. But no, <laughs> nope, they got it on video. A teacher was yelling at the student saying, we don't use the word pedophile because that's unfairly discriminating against people and that doesn't describe them. You're supposed to say minor attracted person, map. So they're the not files, they're maps. That's the new phrase, the map. So we shouldn't be judging people that want to have sex with five-year-olds. Literally Because they're maps. Too. I mean, you know, I'm not a complete prude. If, if there's people dating, you know, we have those Romeo and Juliet laws, those situations. Sure. You know, people start dating in high school. They get older. The boy's 18. She's 17. Technically, right, that's right, illegal. Right. But nobody's going to freak out. Right. They're talking about adults with five-year-olds. That, well. That's, it's beyond just illegal. That is, that is sick. That is evil. You know, see, and, this, and, and now it's becoming, apparently, in some on the left. It's it's being normalized exactly. That's what's going on. They they are normalizing pedophilia. Well, so twenty five years what, ago. What's all this stuff with the drag shows lately? But oh my the, gosh, the in kindergarten, in kindergarten, drag queens in kindergarten. Uh, how how yeah. stupid! That's why I tell parents, man, you got to get involved in your school. Grandparents, you got to knock at the door. You got to show up because we don't even know half the stuff. The Cos Cobb guy, and it, that was classic, right? Where Project Veritas gets the guy saying, "Yeah, I won't hire a conservative or a Catholic, not on my watch." 
But the, the thing that's crazy about this, I mean, I don't know, 25 at least years ago, the North American Man-Boy Love Association started, NAMBLA. Oh, I remember. And and people yep. were incensed that, that this group could be considering men having sex with boys. Now it's it, it's getting to a point where it's, it's going to get normalized, and we've got minor attractive persons. Oh, don't call them pedophiles. Don't call them illegal aliens. Call them undocumented migrants. Don't call, you know, they always control the language. And and when you can control the language, it's very powerful. But this is what Democrats do best. So much of this is coming from the schools. It's a whole hidden culture in the schools. I have another article today. It's either already up or it will be shortly. Um, that there is a solution. And any parents out there listening to this show and anybody you talk to, take a look at Baltimore. Normally, all the news we talk about out of Baltimore is terrible news. There's actually some good news. I got it Baltimore. right here. Go ahead. Tell, tell the, tell the registrations me. for the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese of Baltimore mm-hmm. have shot up. There are more than 500 new students. They're trying to hire another 100 teachers because there are so many people signing up. Good. And they interviewed a number of the parents who had made the switch. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest reasons they cited was normalcy. They were getting a normal education, and the Catholic schools are not having trans drag shows, and they're not (laughs) encouraging pedophilia. They're not locking the parents out. They involve the parents in all decisions. On on this note, Jez, I'm sorry. I got to let you go. It's a great note to end on. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time always. Jez, ShawHotter.com. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Okay. All right. That's it. I'm out of time. You guys are awesome today. Thank you. All the amens. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the calls. Great job today, Matt. Um, Gosh, have a great day. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 